the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Twin Cities Wellness Radio. With SRN News, I'm Rich Thomason in Washington. Amid the controversy over his tweets targeting four Democratic Congresswomen, President Trump travels to North Carolina later today. He's holding another of his signature Make America Great Again rallies, this one in Greenville, North Carolina. Secretary of State Pompeo says the U.S. absolutely committed to ensuring the safe passage of oil tankers through the Persian Gulf. The Iranians' effort uh, to deny transit for uh, commercial vessels, crude oil vessels and other vessels, is something that, frankly, it's consistent with 40 years of their history, and it's something that the United States is prepared to do our part to make sure uh, that those waterways remain open. Pompeo speaking with the Salem Radio Network in the wake of fears that Iran may have seized an oil tanker from the United Arab Emirates in the Strait of Hormuz. Wall Street, the Dow down 11 points, and the S&P is off one point. This is SRN News. Are you a member of our rewards program? Yeah, I had the card here somewhere. We've all been there, rustling around for that rewards card you can't find. At Wellness Radio 1570, we've simplified the process. All of the perks, none of the hassle. It's the Wellness 1570 Fan Club, where you'll get early access to tickets for our events, exclusive content, prizes, and more. To sign up, visit TwinCitiesWellnessRadio.com. I'm Lee Michaels here on Wellness 1570. Check that forecast for today. Partly cloudy, could see some scattered showers of thunderstorms, possibly severe at times. Should top out around 86, 87 or so. Mid-70s and thunderstorms likely tonight. Then dries out. We'll see sunshine at around 90 for your Thursday. Coming up, Mr. Black and Like It Matters Radio right here on Wellness 1570. TwinCitiesWellnessRadio.com, our website. Are you looking for a way to manage pain? Well, we've got a great product for you to try. And joining us now is Dr. Brazos Minshew. Dr. Minshew, thank you for being with us today. It's good to be here. Thank you. Now, plants play a vital role in managing pain, don't they? Plants play a vital role in every process our body does. Everything is managed by interaction with the nutrients that we need, that we eat, and that's why a plant-based diet is so healthy for us. So yes, when it comes to pain, pain is part of the inflammatory process, and plants play an important role in keeping our inflammatory responses healthy. And one of the things right now that's kind of really big out there, we hear a lot about cannabis, but you've helped develop a product called Comfort that will act like medical cannabis, but is not cannabis. It's a great way to say cannabis without cannabis. Yeah, it's amazing to address chronic pain and inflammation. Tell us about Comfort and and how you came up with this. Well, it deals with the uh, supporting the healthy inflammatory response. That's the nature. And uh, basically what I did is I looked at all the data sets that we have, all the information coming out on radio and television and in print on the benefits of medical cannabis. But cannabis itself as a plant is only from a very small area of the Middle East. How did people in Africa and Asia and South America, how did they get their cannabinoids when the plant really only exists in this one small area? And what I discovered, they're cannabinoids, that's the active ingredients in cannabis. There are cannabinoids in many different plants. For example, hops. Hops contains more CBD, one of the mm-hmm. famous cannabinoids. It contains more CBD than any other plant except cannabis. It's the number two source. Or cocoa. Chocolate contains THC, another very famous, uh, maybe dubious uh, cannabinoid. Yes. So we get cannabinoids from a number of different plants. And in my research, I found all the plants that contain these cannabinoids, and then I isolated them and concentrated them into comfort. And how will comfort that help us with everyday pain? What are some of the things that uh, comfort is really beneficial for? Well, first of all, comfort deals with the message and the messaging of pain. You know, pain is not our enemy. Pain is our friend. It tells us something is wrong and gives us the motivation to act. And so we don't want to get rid of pain. We don't want to be done with it. But what we don't want is the annoyance, that message that continues to replay again and again and again. This is a way for us to actually address some of the causes of pain 
by saying, let's get that inflammatory response back into a normal, natural, healthy state. And then from that point on, improve the circulation, help with detoxification. And this is what helps us resolve this occasional pain. Comfort sounds like it's a fantastic option for many people out there. How do we get comfort? So, uh, you know, it's a funny thing. is We have a website, uh, imagine that, and you can go to our website at comfortbyvergence.com and find a very special deal for first-time buyers for comfort. You take it home yourself. The following program was pre-recorded, and the views expressed do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Are you sick and tired of being sick and tired? If you want to be inspired, get help in becoming all you can be, the time is now for Like It Matters Radio with your host, Mr. Scott V. Black. It's a great day to be alive. Welcome to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am your blessed radio host, your radio life caddy, and you can call me Mr. Black. And today, we're going to do a nuts and bolts show. You know, just the basics. Keep it simple, soldier. Just the facts, ma'am. Like Sergeant Joe Friday. Today, we're talking about seven plus three good habits. Seven plus three good habits. And if you can do simple math like my son Benaya can, then you know we're going to talk about ten different things. Now, why seven plus three good habits? Because there's a seminal book called The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. Great book. Man, it was written a long time ago. Matter of fact, when was it written? I have it right here. Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, first published in 1989. Stunning. 30 years ago. I can't even believe that. 30 years ago. From Wikipedia, it says, it is a business and self-help book written by Stephen Covey. Covey presents an approach to being effective and attaining goals by aligning oneself to what he calls true north principles based on a character ethic that he presents as universal and timeless. Covey defines effectiveness as the balancing of obtaining desirable results with caring for that which produces those results. He illustrates this by referring to the fable, the goose that laid the golden eggs. He further claims the effectiveness can be expressed in terms of the P-slash-PC ratio, where P refers to getting desired results, and PC is caring for that which produces the results. Covey's best-known book, ready for this, sold more than 25 million copies worldwide since its publication. The audio version became the first nonfiction audiobook in U.S. publishing history to sell more than 1 million copies. And then great little habits. Uh, be proactive, number one. Uh, number two, begin with the end in mind. Uh, number three, put first things first. Number four, think win-win. Number five, seek first to understand, then to be understood. And number six, synergize. And then lastly, seven is sharpen the saw. Seven habits, and whether you're talking about highly effective people, I'm just going to talk about seven good habits because I don't like to put a parameter on it. I don't care if you're a spouse. I don't care if you're a parent. I don't care if you're a child. I don't care if you have a job or don't have a job in school or out of school. These are really seven good habits. And we want to define a habit. What is a habit? A habit is something that we start doing consciously and then we keep doing it unconsciously. And I always like to reference one of my favorite books. It's called The Power of Habit by Charles Duhigg. Uh, Man, it goes through great detail about how the basal ganglia works, which is the habit center of the unconscious brain. It just goes through a lot about Michael Phelps and his eight gold medals and talks about Bowman, the coach. Really good book. Highly re- uh, recommend it. So today, I'm going to re- reiterate the seven habits. Really great. I think we need to remind ourselves. You know, and I truly believe that there's nothing new in this world. Uh, the Bible says it pretty clear about that. There's nothing new. It's all old, been around, just repackaging, if you will. Uh, and so, man, we uh, this uh, last couple weeks, we've talked about um, the games people play, written in 1965. I'm okay, you're okay, I think written in 69 or 70. Uh, Habits of Highly Effective People, uh, The Purpose Driven Life. These are all old books, but you know, just because something new doesn't mean it's new. Just because something's new doesn't mean it's new. And the new doesn't always displace the old like we think. The reason why things have been around for a long time is because they're real, because they matter. And habits have always been around for a long time. Here's a poem, don't know who wrote it, got off the internet, but it's a good poem nonetheless. It says, Habits. A habit is a sticky thing, much good or evil it can bring. It binds a victim, holds him fast, 
and keeps him in a vice-like grasp. Bad habits grow with extra speed, much like a healthy growing weed. The roots grow deep. The stem grows stout. How difficult to pull it out. Good habits are a little slow. They need a lot of care to grow. If tended well, they grow more fair than any bloom a plant can bear. Good habits help us all through life. Bad habits bring us pain and strife. Our habits, whether right or wrong, each day will grow more firm and strong. And uh, so true. And then I saw this, uh, a pair and a spare. Healthy habits daily countdown. So it counts down from nine to one. Nine. This is what you need for good habits. 9,000 steps a day. So if you have a Fitbit, mindset at 10,000. Eight hours of sleep a night. Uh, don't really pull that one off, but uh, some days might. Seven glass of water, six minutes of meditation, five servings of fruits and vegetables, four breaks, stretching and mental, three meals and three healthy snacks, two hours of no phone before bed, one session of exercise. Now, I would say that those are pretty good habits, eh? And so we want to talk about habits. You know, we want to get ourselves into habit forming. You know, when you were a kid or when you have kids, you buy your kids these slot racetracks, you snap it together, and then you have little cars that have metal studs stick on the bottom. You put those metal studs in the slot in the track, and then there's only one controller. There's one button on it. And when you press that button, uh, that brought power uh, to the car, power to the track, and then that car moved wherever the track was laid out. It's kind of like a habit. All you got to do is press the go button. You wake up and things happen. You, you see this person and something happens. You get this feeling and something happens. You hear this thing in your head and then you get this feeling. Something happens. Don't you get it? If A, then B. It's a habit. And those are habits or things we started doing consciously at first, uh, and then they just become secondary, second nature, uh, what are called habits. And you have a part of your brain called the basal ganglia. Its entire reason for being is to get you into a habit as quick as possible. So it takes your conscious focus off those little tasks and allows you to focus on those important life-altering task. I remember I went to Promise Keeper years ago. There's a big Promise Keeper movement about men being real men instead of just running away and hiding and disappearing. Uh, And I'll never forget one of the speakers said, one of the greatest things I ever did for my uh, spiritual walk was I put my shoes under my bed. Now I thought that is very strange. What would that possibly have to do with one's relationship with God? And he went on to explain. He said, every morning when I started my day, I had to get on my knees to get my shoes out from under my bed. And every night as I went to bed, I had to get on my knees to put my shoes under my bed. And so it was a way to habitually get him on his knees because any good warrior spends time on their knees, uh, being humble, uh, being seeking the truth, uh, wanting to do the best job possible. Uh, The biggest obstacle with people who want to be good leaders is pride, is ego. Uh, is uh, ego is overcompensation for inner insecurity. And so we need to have habits. You know, I used to, you know, be, I struggled with depression most of my life. That's why I can help so many people. And boy, I would wake up and just mentally be overburdened, uh, just start thinking of worry and doubt and fear. And it was just, it was a habitual. And so what I started doing is when I become semi-conscious in the morning, and what that means is semi-conscious means when I know I'm awake, when I'm aware that I'm awake, you know, I'm still asleep, I'm still groggy, I'm still barely opening eyes. But when I become aware that I am now awake, that's what I call semi-conscious. So when I become semi-conscious in the morning, I start thanking God. I go right to that grateful channel, right to that grateful channel. And I start thanking God, thanking Him for what. Sometimes I'd fall back to sleep, but what I would do is to change my focus. Remember, we have a stem in our brain called the reticular activating system. It is the brain's focal center. It works at the unconscious level. And whatever we park it on, that's what we see. Again, if your TV station, your tuner was set to ESPN, why would you expect to be watching SpongeBob, right? If your tuner, your TV was set to Telemundo, why would you be expecting to watch Fox News? Got my point? Whatever you set your reticular activating system to, your RAS, that's what you see. And so one of the tasks I do for the people I, I coach uh, and in my leadership training, I have people start each day habitually, list out five things you're excited about, five things you're grateful for. Five things you're excited about, five things you're grateful for. Because you'll never see depression on the excited channel, and you'll never find a place for victim 
on the Grateful Channel. And so you got to control your focus because your focus takes over the unconscious level. And then as you're driving to work, mentally, you're somewhere else. Physically, your body's doing everything it's supposed to. Uh, but you're creating a habit. And if it's a good habit, you're going to have a good day. If it's a bad habit, you're going to have a bad day. So today on Like It Matters Radio, we're talking about seven plus three good habits. You are under construction on the Like It Matters Radio Network. We'll be back in three minutes talking about habits. Like It Matters Like It Matters Leadership Awakening changes lives. Listen to this fireman's comments as he compares other training to leadership awakening. It's like no other. You know, people say that you're crazy for running into a burning building, but you know, the one thing they have in common is adrenaline. You know, from, from go when Mr. V opened those doors and said, you may enter, it was, it was nonstop adrenaline, but it's unlike anything I've ever done. It's pushed me in ways that I never thought I could be pushed. And it was only 48 hours. I spent six yeah. months in fire academy. So, At Like It Matters Leadership Awakening, 48 hours will change the course of your life. Discover the very purpose of your life. Learn how to achieve that purpose and tackle any challenge. Give Mr. Black 48 hours at the next Leadership Awakening class and watch powerful change take place in your life. Sign up at likeitmatters.net slash schedule. That's likeitmatters.net slash schedule. Like it matters. We don't take applicants, only commitment. Once upon a time, many years ago, customers would find your business with this big, thick book full of phone numbers and competitors' phone numbers. It was a heavy, cumbersome, yellowish-looking thing. I believe they called it a phone book. You'd place your ad in the book and hope customers would call. Hello? We've come a long way. Now, there's Salem Surround. We help deliver customers right to your front door with targeted digital marketing. These are the tools of the 21st century smart businesses use to succeed. And our team at Salem Surround can guide you through all the available options with the expertise to manage all your digital marketing under one roof so you can spend time taking care of your customers. Get started with a free evaluation of your digital presence and some great ideas to increase your online visibility and revenue. With Salem Surround, there are no limitations on how and where you can reach customers. Total market penetration for increased ROI. Learn more at surroundmsp.com. Surroundmsp.com. Connecting you with new customers. Here's what business owner Ken Johnson had to say about the impact Like It Matters Leadership Awakening had on his employees. Since then, they have been on fire. They have been committed as a team, absolutely changed. They are energized in a way that is is off the charts different and better than we ever had before. First of all, best investment I ever made. Secondly, we decided to reduce our investment in some other areas so we can reinvest that money in more people for this experience. Every single person has been thrilled with the results and myself included. Change the course of your life. Go to likeitmatters.net and click on Schedule to register for the next Leadership Awakening class in Minneapolis, October 3rd through the 5th. That's likeitmatters.net. Leadership Awakening. We don't take applicants, only commitment. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters inspiration, education, and application. I am your blessed radio host, your radio life caddy, and you can call me Mr. Black. And please uh, go to likeitmatters.net. Tomorrow we will be starting a brand new class, Leadership Awakening, uh, in Chicago, Illinois, with Team uh, 197. Uh, We're going to have 12 individuals from all walks of life, from all income levels, from all over the country, not just Chicago. And they're going to learn new habits. They're going to new opportunities. They're going to realize that change only takes place in the now moment. And to, to recalibrate their thinking, resuscitate their heart, to deal with this thing called the past because truly great leaders need to figure out what to do with this thing called past, what to do with the injustice, what to do with the pain, what to do with the suffering, what to do with our regret, resentment. That truly makes us who we are. And so today on Like It Matters Radio, we are talking about seven plus three good habits. Seven plus three good habits. And what I'm doing is I'm revisiting the seven habits of highly effective people. Great book written 30 years ago by Stephen Covey, over 25 million copies sold. 
Uh, to this day, I, I truly think it is the standard uh, in self-help books. It really is. Uh, there's a lot of books from the 60s, from the 70s, uh, and from the 80s. This one's close to the 90s. Uh, that man, you, you, you can write all the new books you want. But once it's said properly, it's said properly. And this seven habits of highly effective people falls into that category. So I want to go through these seven, just remind you what they are, because I think there's seven great habits for anybody. I don't care if you have a job or get a paycheck. I don't care if you take care of kids or take care of grown-up kids called a job. Uh, It doesn't matter if you're in the secular world or the spiritual world. Uh, I'm telling you right now, these are all seven habits that every single human being uh, would be better off having. Well, they would be improved. And so I want to go through these. Uh, and I, I did all this from uh, uh, Franklin Covey. If you go to www.franklincovey.com, uh, a little, a little uh, kind of synopsis on each one, if you will. Uh, very good. And I'm just going to go through these and kind of remind you because, you know, this is the truth. And it's repackaged differently by Covey. But Covey didn't create this. Covey just showed you some packaging. It's like eggs. I love eggs. Uh, you can buy them by the dozen. You can uh, buy them at Costco, like 10 dozen at a time. Uh, you can buy them 18 packs. Uh, uh, Walmart has two 18 packs bound together. You can also go to small little grocery stores in these small towns in Texas and buy a single egg. You can buy brown eggs or white eggs. You can buy them anywhere from small to extra large. And you know what? As different as they all look in shape and size, if you crack them open, guess what? It's an egg. It's just packaged differently because people consume differently. Same thing with all these principles of leadership. They're just packaging. Same stuff, just packaged in a way for easily consumption. So let's go through these seven habits. The first one, habit one, is be proactive. Uh, That's so cool. Uh, This is really about responsibility for behavior results and growth because we live in a victim society. We want to blame everybody else. It's not our fault. It's never our fault. We're just a victims. Man, we need to take ownership. We'll never change anything unless we own it. Uh, and I, I teach this in when I'm counseling people. You know, a lot of us talk about, like, you know when you do this. You know when you do that. You know when you do that. Uh, you know when your spouse leaves you. Or you know when your dad beats on you. You know who that person is really talking about? Themselves. But you hear the pronoun? The pronoun is you and we and our. What happens is we take our pain uh, and we push it out there and we include other people in it. And then it becomes philosophical. The problem is philosophy doesn't change anybody's life. You know, I own my home. So with the proper uh, permits, I can change the structure of my home. But if you rent your home, you are not allowed to change anything structurally. It's not your right. You don't own it. The same thing, if we're not willing to own stuff, we can't change it. Dr. Covey, two of of his quotes, says, uh, the proactive approach to a mistake is to acknowledge it, instantly correct, and learn from it. Habit one says, be proactive is about taking responsibility for your life. You can't keep blaming everything on your parents or your grandparents. Proactive people recognize and they are responsible. It is not the guy in the White House's fault for everything. There's been a lot of hatred and uh, uh, racial inequality uh, for decades, for centuries. Um, the guy in the White House didn't cause this, you know, but yeah, a lot of people are using the hatred for him to hate other people. Man, be proactive. Quit blaming everybody else. When did it become okay to, if someone's mean to you to treat them mean? What do we teach our kids in kindergarten? Uh, you're nice to people no matter what they do. You go get help if you need help. You respect people. You honor differences. That's why, you know, everything we need to know, we taught at the school ground when we used to have to get along. Now, if you don't like who the person voted for, now if they're wearing a red hat, now if they support Trump, you just destroy them, you hate them, you, you make judgments about them. Boy, that's not the world we're supposed to live in. Responsible people, proactive people don't blame genetic circumstances, conditions, or conditioning for their behavior. They know they choose their behavior. Reactive people, on the other hand, are often affected by their physical environment. So, right? Proactive people live by the mantra, I am not a product of my circumstance. I am a product of my decision. Right? Right? We have freedom of choice. There's a stimulus and response. Don't you get it? Dr. Viktor Frankl says between the stimulus and the response, there's a space. And in that space is your power. It is your freedom. Quit giving up your power. Quit giving up your freedom. Instead of reacting to or worrying about conditions over which you have little or no control, proactive people need to focus their time and energy on things they can control. 
Covey used to talk about the circle of influence and the circle of concern, right? You want to focus where those two cross over, where the circle of influence and the circle of concern cross over. That's where a leader spends their time. So habit number one, be proactive. Habit number two, begin with the end in mind. Isn't that interesting? Begin with the end in mind. And a lot of people don't know what that means. When I cover the want it, create, live it, you know, seven, uh, uh, three steps to becoming your dreams, I call it the pattern of success. It's want it, create it, live it. And want it's about desire. It's about creative discontent. And whenever I get to create it, I tell people to write down two things. I said, number one, write down, begin with the end of mind. It's one of Covey's seven habits, and it's key. And then I say, secondly, I want you to write this down because most people don't know what the first thing means. Begin with the end of mind. And then I have them write down, what does it look like? What does it sound like? What does it feel like? And if you can, what does it smell like? What does it taste like? Would you give your life for a lie? Most people wouldn't do it for the truth. If someone says they love you, but you don't believe they love you, are you loved? The answer is clearly no, because you'll act as if you're not, and then you won't be. And so we got to make things real. You know, I always tell people, when you look at me, you might not like me, not might, 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 not might like what I'm saying. You might not agree with what I'm saying. But as you look at me, I want you to let's both come to one basic truth that I am real. I am real. Why do you say that, Black? Because you can see me. You can hear me. You can touch me. You can smell me. I smell nice. And if you lick my arm, it's going to taste salty. Because I'm real. And you want to make your goals and things real. That's what beginning with the end in mind is all about. Covey said, your most important work is always ahead of you, never behind you. So we need to begin with the end of mind. Yet so many people are stuck in the the three R's of survival, regret, resent, and resist. I mean, 40% of the country is in resistance mode. They criticized the guy in the White House before he was elected, you know, because, will you accept the results of the election? And when he said, uh, if they're fair, people went ballistic. And yet now we got 40% of this country out there won't accept the outcome of the last election. They're attempting to destroy this man. Oh, my gosh. It's just stunning. We've got to begin with the end in mind. We've got to treat people like we want to be treated, see ourselves being treated poorly and say, well, I'd rather be treated differently. Have empathy. Have understanding. Begin with the end in mind means focusing your time and energy on things that can be controlled. The, he, people are working harder than ever, but because they lack clarity and vision, they aren't getting very far. They, in essence, are pushing a rope with all their might. Habit two is based on imagination. The ability to vision your mind what you cannot at present see with your eyes is based on the principle that all things are created twice. We first do it mental in our mind's eye, and then we do a physical is the second creation. But the rehearsal, the visualization creates a memory, creates a a neural pathway, if you will. It takes something that doesn't exist, creates it, and now you have something to work on, a a litmus test, if you will, a picture, uh, a guide. That's what habit number two in the seven habits of highly effective people means begin with the end in mind. Habit number three, put first things first. Now they began with the end of mind, you know what the end looks like, what it sounds like, what it feels like. It's important that you put first things first. So I love this quote by Covey. It says, effective leadership is putting first things first. Effective management is discipline, carrying it out. We must execute on the most important priorities. Remember, he has the four quadrants, right? Those things that are uh, necessary uh, those things that are effective, those things that are distraction, those people, that, those things that are waste, not those people, those things that are waste, right? There's four quadrants. Quadrant one is important and urgent. Quadrant two is important, not urgent. Quadrant three is not important and urgent. Quadrant four is not important and not urgent. A lot of people spend their time on quadrant four and it's absolutely waste. It's trivial work. It's avoidance. It's not dealing with things, time wasters, gossip. We want to spend our majority of our time in quadrant two, effectiveness, doing proactive work, important goals, creative thinking, planning and prevention, relationship building, learning and renewal, procreation. 
You got to get that procreation. And putting first things first means organizing, executing around your most important priorities. That's why you got to have vision steps. That's why you got to have value sheet. You got to know who you are. You got to know why you're here. You got to know where you're going. You got to know why you get up each day, do what you do, and do it again and again and again and again. That's why you must put first things first. You never know how much time you have. That's why I live by a simple credo. Keep it simple, soldiers. We're natural born procrastinators. See a need, meet a need. When you know who you are, when you know why you're here, when you know whose you are, when you know, when you know where you're going, then it's easier to put first things first because you consider what's most important. You've considered who you are. So you've answered these questions. Now it's the frame, it's the filter through which you look at everything else. Talk about a good habit. Now that's a habit we all need to have. I'm Mr. Black. Today on Like It Matters Radio, we're talking about 7 plus 3 good habits. We'll be back in three minutes. What can you do in 48 hours that changes your life? Like It Matters Leadership Awakening. Listen to this 22-year law enforcement veteran with PTSD compare Leadership Awakening to other training he's received. You focus on the individual. I think you kind of answered the why question, whereas a lot of the other programs that are out there, I don't want to say they put a band-aid on it, but they don't do a very good job of going into the why. And, you know, why am I doing this? Why is my brain uh, revert back to the images? You know, why do I get depressed? And like you said, right, it's a choice. 48 hours. Give Mr. Black and Leadership Awakening just 48 hours and it will change the course of your life. Go to likeitmatters.net and click on Schedule for Leadership Awakening near you. That's likeitmatters.net. Just click on Schedule. Leadership Awakening, where 48 hours will change your life. According to a recent Barna study, schools are seen as a negative influence on faith formation. Church leaders view parents, churches, and Christian communities as positive influences on a child's spiritual life. However, children are spending most of their daytime weekday hours at school, which is perceived by many church leaders as a negative influence. A good Christian school can provide a strong Christian community to help positively influence your child's spiritual formation. At TwinCitiesTuitions.com, we believe in the power of Christian education so much, we have partnered with local Christian schools to offer half off your child's first year of tuition. It's our half-off tuition program. To find out if the school you are considering is part of this program and to take another great step in your child's faith formation, call me, Alyssa Brecken, at 651-289-4406. That's 651-289-4406. Or visit our website at TwinCitiesTuitions.com. What can you do in 48 hours that changes your life? Like It Matters Leadership Awakening. Hear what this human resource manager says about the impact of Leadership Awakening on her life. With uh, Like It Matters Leadership Awakening, it changed my culture to say, okay, I have to set example. I know I am the manager, but sometimes I have failed up until now to really deliver my word. So those things changed the very first day I came back. And it's just absolutely fascinating. So of course they are looking at me like, what happened to you? And on a personal point of view, so many things have happened since I got home. It's almost a miracle. It's not almost. It is a miracle. 48 hours. Give Mr. Black and Leadership Awakening just 48 hours, and it will change the course of your life. Go to likeitmatters.net and click on Schedule for Leadership Awakening near you. That's likeitmatters.net. Leadership Awakening, where 48 hours will change your life. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am your blessed radio host, your radio life caddy, and you can call me Mr. Black. And man, if you miss any of this radio show, which is called 7 Plus 3 Good Habits, you're going to want to listen to the whole thing. Remember, of all the organs in your body, every single organ uh, wears out. Every single organ wears out. Uh, your kidney, after a while, is going to wear out. It's uh, filtering a lot of toxins. Your liver is going to 
wear out. It's doing this. Your heart is working hard. It's going to wear out. Uh, sometimes relationships wear out. Sometimes our shoes wear out. Lots of things are wear out. That is one of the constants of life. It's destructing. However, there is one thing, one organ in your body that gets better with use, and that is your brain. Unlimited plasticity. Uh, I got that from the book Mozart's Brain and the Fighter Pilot. It has unlimited pl- uh, plasticity. Uh, in other words, if you don't use it, uh, you'll lose it. If you don't use it, you lose it. Your brain can keep as young and open and uh, seeking and searching as you want it to be. Uh, you just got to work it. You got to exercise it. You got to stretch it. Uh, and so, man, if you miss any of this radio show, make sure you listen to it again. In one hour, that's all I'm asking, one hour to grow yourself, one hour a day uh, to be better. Uh, what Covey is going to talk about sharpening the saw. That's what we're talking about here. And so, man, if you missed any of the show, listen to it again. Listen to the whole thing. Listen to other shows. You should have an hour of me in your head working on your thinking to recalibrate your thinking, resuscitate your heart. The ultimate double helix is the heart and mind, emotional intelligence, the emotional use of intelligence and the intelligent use of emotions. So you can listen to many formats. We are in two terrestrial markets. Uh, we're working on getting in every major city in the U.S. We need your help. We need a posse. We need some sponsors. We need some donors. We need people who are willing to fight the good fight with us to help us change this world by changing our thinking. Uh, so, man, in the beautiful Twin Cities of Minneapolis, St. Paul, uh, it's my home base up there, uh, AM 1570 from 9 to 10 a.m. Central Standard Time and replayed 5 to 6 p.m. Central Standard Time, uh, part of the uh, Twin Cities Wellness Radio Network, uh, the entire format dedicated to you, the listener. And so uh, they also on, uh, um, what is it, iHeartRadio. So if you go to iHeartRadio, it's on your phone, it's on your uh, computer, uh, and query Wellness Radio 1570, Wellness Radio 1570, it's in Minneapolis there. Uh, you will hear us twice a day, uh, Monday through Friday, 9 to 10 a.m. Central Standard Time, replayed 5 to 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. And in the beautiful uh, St. Louis, we are in St. Louis, Missouri. Uh, you can listen to us Monday through Friday from 7 to 8 p.m. on Praise 95.1 FM and 1260 a.m. The St. Louis Gospel Experience. We are working uh, to get here in the Metroplex, Dallas, Fort Worth area. Uh, we need a good sponsor, a good donor. Uh, we need a hundred grand uh, for a year's worth of programming, an hour of uh, on the show, we, a radio program we want to go on to. So, uh, reach out to me, Mr. Black at LikeItMattersRadio.com, Mr. Black at LikeItMattersRadio.com, or give me a call eight one seven five zero two one five five four, and uh, let's be part of the solution, not part of the problem. So we've already covered the first three habits. Uh, And by the way, you can go to likeitmattersradio.com, likeitmattersradio.com, and you can listen to this message anytime after noon uh, and uh, about five months' worth of other messages. You can go to iHeartRadio and subscribe to Like It Matters Radio, and you'll get it every day there. So anyways, lots of ways to listen. Just do it. So I've covered the first three habits of highly effective people, seven habits of highly effective people. Based on uh, Stephen Covey's book, the first one uh, was be proactive. In other words, take control of your life. Uh, the second one is begin with the end in mind. In other words, uh, when you're successful, what is that going to look like? What is that going to sound like? What is it going to feel like? That's the most important thing. And then once you know that, then habit three is putting first things first. Those things that are important uh, should be done uh, before those things that are urgent. Uh, and man, if you're living life like it matters... Uh, then you're doing them in a timely manner. You have good time management. So habit number four of the seven habits of highly effective people is think win-win. We live in such a world where we one-up everybody. You know, I'm not going to be your female dog. You can't do that to me. Don't you know who I am? You can't talk to me that way. You know, we're all about block and attack, block and attack. We live in a bitter, angry America. Uh, Entire political process is all about hatred, all about anger because angry people vote. And so you guys need to turn off CNN. You need to turn off, turn off MSNBC. There's a good habit for you. Uh, start living in the real world. Start living with a future not wrapped up in the past of who did what to who 36 years ago, 200 years ago, 2,000 years ago, 20 years ago. It's time you start living your life and looking forward because that's where your body's moving. And that's what win-win's about, to work effectively with others to achieve optimal results. Uh, a game out there I've played many times, and some of you know it, it's called the red-black game. 
Red and black represent two different mindsets. A black vote represents uh, getting everything you can out of life without hindering anybody else getting what they want out of life. A red vote, sole reason a red vote red is to take away. They win. I mean, they lose. I win. And that's really what the think win-win is, you know, working effectively with others to achieve optimal results. Think win-win isn't about being nice, nor is it a quick fix technique. It's a character-based code for human interaction and collaboration. This is from the website franklincovey.com. Since most of us learn to base our self-worth on comparisons and competition, we think about succeeding in terms of someone else failing. That is, if I win, you lose. Or if you win, I lose. Life becomes a zero-sum game. There's only so much pie to go around, and if you get a big piece, there's less for me. Well, that's terrible. It's limited pie theory. It's not fair. Boy, we live in a world of social justice. Be careful of the social justice that some of you are seeking. Someday it's going to come knocking on your door. Uh, man, uh, social justice, the entire concept is a joke based on whose justice, who's social, what norms of what society at what time. I mean, look at America 30 years ago in our heyday. Now, what we, if you think like we thought 30 years ago, you're hateful, you're bigoted, uh, people want to destroy you, people want to uh, extricate you on tr- Twitter, right? Dr. Ke- Stephen Covey said, in the long run, it, if it isn't a win for both of us, we both lose. And that's what's going on in America. That's what's going on in most marriages. We cut off our nose to spot our face. It's a lose-lose. Sometimes uh, win-win is really lose-lose uh, because nobody's winning. Like a divorce, nobody wins but attorneys. Uh, nobody wins. And there's so many lose-lose, but we need to focus on win-win. That's why win-win is the only real alternative in interdependent realities. Win-win sees life as a cooperative arena, not a competitive one. See, and that's what, in order to do that, you got to seek first to understand and then be understood, which brings us to the fifth habit. That's the fifth habit. Seek first to understand and then be understood. What's missing in today's world is understanding. And Dr. Stephen Covey put this as so important. If I were to summarize in one sentence the single most important principle I have learned in the field of interpersonal relationships, it would be this. Seek first to understand then to be understood. He goes on to say, most people do not listen with the intent to understand. They listen when the intent to reply. Communication is the most important skill in life. You spend years learning how to read and write and years learning how to speak. But what about listening? What training have you had that enables you to listen so you really deeply understand another human being? And he says, probably none, right? And that's where the lie. If you've been to Like It Matters training, go to likeitmatters.net. You've learned how to listen. People are blown away by teach them how to listen. The biggest way we disrespect people is by not listening to them. And the biggest problem in today's America is that everybody wants to be right. You listen to these, all these talk shows on CNN and MSNBC, and they're just trashing the president. They're just thinking one way. You can't think differently. You can't say differently. They're just echo chambers. One person says it, another person says it, another, and it's just trashing. You need to turn that off. There's no seeking to understand. It's all everybody knowing that they're right. That's why I don't do Twitter. You don't need to know what I think about every single topic because some things you're not going to agree with. That's okay. I'm not looking for that. Synergy is so incredible when we're working. And you can't get to habit number six without habit number five. You can't build synergy uh, if you're not seeking to understand because everybody's doing their own thing. And that is habit six, synergize. Innovate and problem solve with those who have a different point of view. But don't you see how it seeks understanding first? Without understanding, you can't do that. You can't do that. To put it simply, synergy means two heads are better than one. Synergize is the habit of creative cooperation. It is teamwork, open-mindedness, and the adventure of finding new solutions to old problems. But it doesn't just happen on its own. This is from FranklinCovey.com. It's a process, and through that process, people bring all their personal experience and expertise to the table. Together, they can produce far better results than they could do individually. See, synergy is not the same as compromise. In a compromise, one plus one equals one and half at best. It's people working together. It's the old saying, if a single horse can pull a 1,000 pounds, if you yoke two horses together working in synergy, they can pull three or 4,000 pounds. It's the sum of the parts. 
is greater than, I mean, the sum of the whole is greater than the sum of the parts. That's what synergy. Uh, Dr. Mikhail Csikszentmihalyi uh, wrote a book called Flow. And Manny goes into about the state of flow. And it's a deep state of synergy, I believe, with self, a congruency with self, with our mission, with our vision, and the world that we put ourselves in. I teach leadership training. And one thing I've learned over the years, most people are selfish. Uh, People are terrible team members. And here's why. They believe the lie. They believe the lie that there's no I in team. And technically, it's accurate. But if your spouse asks you not if you love them and you say technically, uh, I might suggest that somebody's sleeping on a couch somewhere, right? So if there's no I in team, then there's no you in team. And if there's no you in team, then there is no team unless you're talking about somebody else's team. And synergy is about everybody having their I in. We're all working together for a common good. That's why you need a mission statement. That's why you need vision steps because how can we all be working for a common good, synergize, if we don't have a common statement, a common direction, a common picture of what we're all moving towards. So synergy, and that's one of the things that's wonderful that happens in our training at likeitmatters.net. We take a group of total strangers, and in two and a half days, they become the most powerful team that they have ever seen. All synergized for one thing, uh, to be the best possible version of themselves. Now that's a win-win. I am Mr. Black. You are under construction on the Like It Matters radio network. Today, we're talking about 7 plus 3 good habits. We'll be back in three minutes. Give a person a fish and you feed them for a meal. Teach them to fish and you change their destiny. At Like It Matters Radio, we teach you how you were made, how you create experience, and how you can change your world by changing your thinking. Opioid addiction, mental health crisis, PTSD, the soaring suicide rate, political hate and animosity. There is a crisis of toxic proportions and it is destroying us. This pandemic is destroying the foundation of our hope. Hope is fading. At Like It Matters Radio, we help people change their life by changing their thinking and doing based on how we are made. Our mission is to help people maximize their potentials and to live their life like it matters. Our goal is to change this world through our national radio show, bringing hope to listeners everywhere in every heart, body, and soul. We need your help, sponsors, donors, and helpers to do the work that needs to be done to change our world. If you are willing, please email us at mrblack at likeitmattersradio.com. In the subject line, put posse. Again, that's mrblack at likeitmattersradio.com. In the subject line, put posse. Join our posse today and leave a legacy for others to follow. Email us at mrblack at likeitmattersradio.com. In the subject line, put posse. Give me 48 hours and I will give you a new beginning. Give me 48 hours and I will give you hope. Give me 48 hours and I will give you your power back. Because between the stimulus and the response, there is a space. And in that space is your freedom. It is your power. At Like It Matters Leadership Awakening, 48 hours will change the course of your life. Discover the very purpose of your life, along with the ability to achieve. Give Mr. Black 48 hours in the next Leadership Awakening. Sign up at likeitmatters.net slash schedule. Looking for future leaders we can trust and believe in? Look no further than the high school student-athletes right here in Minnesota. High school sports teach young people how to be effective leaders. It begins by making their grades and being on time for practice. It includes learning to listen, following directions, accepting responsibility, being a good role model. And it's about respect for officials, opponents, the rules, and each other. The result? It transcends sports. It gives us hope for the future. High school sports. There's so much more than just a game. This message presented by the Minnesota State High School League and the Minnesota Interscholastic Athletic Administrators Association. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am your blessed radio host, your radio life caddy, and you can call me Mr. Black. And I am off to Chicago 
for Team 197. We're going to have a dozen people in that training room in Chicago, and we're going to come out 48 hours later with Team 197. Uh, change. Change lives. Change minds. Change hearts. Change relationships. Uh, and without people knowing it, we're going to live live incredible habits over that two and a half days. I create an environment where each individual can take a 100% honest look at themselves. And this level of honesty is in relation to how they can improve in every aspect of their life. To be a better boss, a better coworker, a better team player, heck, a better spouse, a better parent, if those are roles they play in their life. And the way I do it is I create habits in that class, uh, patterns, if you will, that once people buy into those patterns and do those patterns for two and a half days, their lives change. And then they get to decide, do they want to go back to their old patterns or they want to take these new habits that I've created for them? And so today we're talking about seven plus three good habits. I've been talking about the seven habits of highly effective people. Great book written 30 years ago, first published in 1989. And basically uh, talks about seven habits of, of people that are doing good in life. Uh, you can call it highly effective people, leaders, managers, whatever you want to call it. Seven great things. And we've covered six of them. Uh, be proactive. Uh, begin with the end in mind. Put first things first. Think win-win. Seek first to understand, then be understood. Number six, synergize. And the last one, number seven, is sharpen the saw. Sharpen the saw. It's about seeking continuous improvement and renewal professionally and personally. Remember, our motto is under construction. Under construction means you're working to be a little bit better today than yesterday, a little bit better tomorrow than today. It's part of Dr. Deming's constant and never-ending improvement, canine. Uh, in the corporate world, we have things like lean manufacturing, Six Sigma, lean Sigma. And what they're about is constant and never-ending improvement. Dr. Deming went to Japan after World War II and helped rebuild that country in a short period of time to compete with America economically based on the simple concept of constant and never-ending improvement. And that's really what Sharpen the Saw is. Stephen Covey, to quote him, says, We must never become too busy sawing to take time to sharpen the saw. He says, Sharpen the Saw means preserving and enhancing the greatest asset you have, you. It means having a balanced program for self-renewal. In the four areas of your life, physical, social, emotional, mental, and spiritual. So some examples of activities under physical said beneficial eating, exercising, resting. Social, emotional, making social, meaningful connection with others. Mental, learning, reading, writing, teaching, listening to Like It Matters Radio daily. And spiritual, spending time in nature, expanding spiritual self through meditation, music, art, prayer, service. And then really the key is renewal. As a leader, we're constantly pouring out. We need to be renewed. Remember, there are three vessels, uh, two vessels we can be. We can be a conduit or a cistern. A cistern is a bowl that holds onto things. You know, like the Dead Sea is the lowest point on the earth, and a couple of underground waterways feed into it, but nothing comes out of the Dead Sea. That's why it's dead. It's not renewed. It's not refreshed. Don't you get it? We need to renew as leaders. We need to get fresh. We, it's hard to give from an empty cistern, but we should be a conduit. When we learn that we're really not supposed to hold on anything, we're pass-through agents. We glean what we're supposed to, and then we pass it on to others for their benefit, for, the, for God's glory. You just got to know who you are. And so one of Covey's quotes says, Renewal is the principle and the process that empowers us to move on an upward spiral of growth and change of continuous improvement. As you renew yourself, this is from uh, franklincovey.com. As you renew yourself in each of your, the four areas, you create growth and change in your life. Sharpen the saw keeps you fresh so you can continue to practice the other six habits. You increase your capacity to produce and handle the challenges around you. Without this renewal, the body becomes weak, the mind mechanical, the emotions raw, the spirit insensitive, and the person selfish. Not a pretty picture, is it? Yet that is a picture I see over and over and over and over in my class. You know, the old saying is you can tell a man's religion in time of despair. In other words, when you back someone against the wall, you'll see what habit runs them. You'll see what habit runs them. And so today's show is called 7 Plus 3 Good Habits. So you have the seven habits. Now I want to give you three other habits that are, quote, good habits. And first of all, I'm going to tell you right now, disconnect regularly. That, this moves up to the list. 
Oh my gosh! In our training, one thing that we do is we uh, we make people make no phone commitments. Don't bring your phone. You're not playing games. You're not texting. Turn them off. Leave it alone. You're working on yourself for two days. That simple little act, just to keep people focused in the now moment, uh, is becoming more and more important and prevalent because we are addicted uh, to our phones. Uh, and study after study after study, boy, we're more connected than ever, and we're so disconnected. We don't talk to people. We see people sitting at tables at restaurants, and they're on their phones. See people at night, uh, man, I've read too, you could have two hours of no phone at night. Don't carry your phone with you. Don't sleep in bed. But let me give you a couple things. How to break your addiction to your phone. I got this by uh, Martin Talks of Travel and and Consultancy Business Digital Detoxing. So he gives five things. Number one, phone stacking. In a meeting or family meal, everyone puts their device in the middle of the table. And the first to reach for theirs has to do a forfeit, such as to make tea for everyone, do the dishes, buy the next round, or wash up. So a couple ways to break our phone addiction. Phone stacking, don't have it available. Don't read it. I mean, just because something binks, you know, you have those notifications, doesn't mean you need to check it out. Just because someone sends you an email ripping you apart doesn't mean you need to read it. You need to be a steward, a custodian of what you put in your mind, in your head. So uh, second thing, so phone stacking, second thing he says is keep tech out of the bedroom. Light from screen tops production, uh, uh, lights from screens stop production of the hormone melatonin, which is vital for getting you sleep. To leave them to charge in a different room when you go to bed. Don't sleep with your phone. I text people the word of God every day if they ask me to. I send out to hundreds. Some people, I sometimes send it two or three in the morning. And some people have had me get, take them off the list because, oh, my gosh, you disturbed my sleep. Well, first of all, you got to know what's really important. The Word of God is important. And secondly, why would you sleep with your phone on? Are you really that important? Some of you are, think a lot more of you than you should. <laughs> Number three, keep your phone out of sight and reach when you're driving. Just put it away. Turn it off. It, you know, you have voicemail. People leave messages. So just food for thought. Number three, don't eat at your desk. Go outside at lunchtime instead. Not only does it get in your, uh, get you away from your screen, it stops you from sitting down too long. Also very bad for you, right? They say that sitting long all day long is worse than smoking. Yep. And lastly, go on a digital detox holiday. Take a break from social media, work, emails, and texts. And if you lack the self-control, uh, specifically designed breaks such as the ones we run at digitaldetoxing.com. So digitaldetoxing.com. Uh, if you need some more information on how to break your addiction, from your phone and other digital devices. We uh, make people not use their phones for two days, and it's freeing. Freeing, 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 freeing. So that's number one, uh, the, the, one of the three habits I want to give you. Disconnect regularly. Your phone is not your life. Stop thinking that way. I've heard people say that. If I didn't have my phone, I'd be lost. Well, maybe you should start practicing not having your phone so it's not lost. So when we have a, the phone outage, when we have our grid hit, and you can't access your phone, you're not in a panic. Okay, uh, habit number two, I want to give you live in the now daily. You know, remember Dr. Frankel says between the stimulus and the response, there's a space. And in that space is your power, it's your freedom. So many people are living in the past. So many people are living in a tomorrow that's not guaranteed. But the only place we can make change is in the now. The only place we can truly live our lives like they matter, matter is in the now. The only place you can experience passion or zest or love uh, those things that are so important to us is in the now moment. Some of us got to get that. The now moment is where everything takes place. And so live in the now. Start getting control of what's going on in your head. And when you're driving home, talk to yourself out loud because you're already talking to yourself. You can put yourself in a trance. Start practicing being the now moment. Shut off your mind. Be fully present with people. How else are you going to truly listen to them? How else are you going to truly seek to understand and then be understood unless you're fully present in the now moment? And the third habit uh, I want to add, good habits, is beware of what you allow as part of your experience. You know, <clears throat> if I could go back in time to that little me and look that little me in the eye at five years old or four years old, I would say be careful what you hold on to. Be careful little eyes what you see. Be careful little ears what you hear. Be careful, little feet, where you go. Because men don't stumble in a day. Marriages don't crumble in a day. It's a slow fade. You know what we become, what we focus on most often. The good Lord put the eyes in the front of our face, so we move in the direction we're looking, and we look in the direction we're moving. And some of us, you got to realize that we're focused in the wrong place. 
We're focused on our pound of flesh. We're focused on our record of wrong. We're living in resentment. We're living in regret. We're living part of the resistance. And boy, the devil is playing you like a fiddle. You need to shake it off, soldier. Shake it off and step up and start being aware of what you allow in your head. Get rid of gossip. Get rid of bitterness. Get rid of grief and focus in on who are you. Focus in on why you're here. Focus in on seeing a need and meeting a need. Keep it simple, soldier. And if you need some help, which you all do, go to likeitmatters.net. And I am here to help. You are under construction on the Like It Matters radio network. I am Mr. Black, helping you to be more hopeful about your future, reminding you, when you live your life like it matters, it does. Hi, I'm Theo Sandberg with Team Theo at Coldwell Banker Burnett, and I'm so excited to announce our $5,000 listing promise. Go to team-theo.com to learn about how you can save $5,000 today. That's team-theo.com. Is your water softener slacking off? Are you lugging more bags of salt, yet your water just doesn't feel soft? Call Benjamin Franklin Plumbing now for a water softener efficiency checkup. For just $33, Benjamin Franklin will give you peace of mind to make sure it's performing correctly. If it's beyond repair, you'll save $200 on Benjamin Franklin's installation of a new water softener. Call Benjamin Franklin Plumbing today. Ben Franklin, the punctual plumber and your water softener experts. Minnesota typically tops lists of the healthiest states to live and work in, so it's no surprise we're home to some of the best and brightest in wellness. Tune in to hear from Minnesota natives like Dr. Dan Barrett, the Hitners on Our Healthy Homes, and Marty Whittakin on Healthy by Nature. Your resource for health and wellness is Wellness Radio 1570, KDIZ Golden Valley. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.